You're listening to Behind the Sweat, hosted by Flexit Pink. Have you ever looked at social media and wondered how these amazing strong women came to be? These are their stories, and together, we are Flexit Pink. You're listening to Behind the Sweat, where we go deeper and shed light on their life-changing stories. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Behind the Sweat with Flex at Pink. Today, we have a very special guest, Ashley, who is one of our FIP brand ambassadors, as well has been an FIP babe for the last well, six years. So welcome to the show, Ashley. Yay, I'm so excited. Well, we're very excited to um, have you and finally get to put your voice to your beautiful face on Instagram. <laughs> Yay, thank so, you. So <laughs> um, go ahead and let's give the list, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, I am Ashley, as we just uh, learned. I live here in San Francisco, California, but I'm originally from Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, so true Southerner at heart. Um, I actually, I, I Flexi Pink was one of my first 5Ks when I was just learning how to get out there and run. Um, and I think I was introduced to you guys through a couple other social media people. And then I just fell in love with the community because who doesn't love a good, you know, badass woman. So, um, yeah. So since then I've just been trucking along half marathons, marathons, lots of five K's and just getting out there in the, you know, the community and joining a lot of different uh, workout stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. So we noticed that you have done 79 half marathons, two full marathons, and you just got to do your 80th mar- um, half marathon. Yes. Full man girl. Very you are excited. one badass mother runner. <laughs> <laughs> so where's your 80th gonna, going to be at? Um, my 80th will be in Vancouver, Canada. Um, it'll be the Lululemon sponsored seaweeds half marathon. That's so cool. I'm going to go to Canada and run. <laughs> Come join me. Oh when God, is it? So when, are, when are you doing it? Uh, August 7th oh, will be the race. That's perfect. Road trip, Anna. I, yes. FIP Canada. <laughs> yeah. All the, yes. oh my God, that'd be amazing. That would be so amazing. That 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 might just happen because I definitely want to go to Canada. It is on my bucket list for sure. Yeah. Well then, like, let's just do it. Let's, let's just figure it out and do it. In. in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing all that. Um, what motivated you to change your life? Um, well, growing up, I was always um I was overweight. So when I graduated from college, I was at the heaviest I'd ever been, which was 265. And um, a girlfriend of mine was like, hey, I, I want to join um, Weight Watchers. Will you go with me? And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. And we went together and we dropped the weight together. And about a year later, I was moving out to California. And by that point, I had already lost 100 pounds. Um, and so it was almost like a whole new fresh start for me. And when I moved out to California, it was 2008, and I there weren't any gyms near where I was, so I just started um, kind of picking up running. Um, 
never had really been introduced to a racing community. Um, but I really thoroughly enjoyed like working out squats are like one of my favorite things ever. Um, I know that's weird. (laughs) I love squatting. Um, but yeah, I just really fell in love with working out and the endorphins you got from that. And then, um, in, like I said, 2013, I did my first 5k virtual with you guys, as well as like one here in San Francisco. And I was hooked. Like you get a medal. And I was like, Oh my God. Yes. I signed me up. Instant gratification. I need it. That is so great. I love it. I love how you found us and definitely you fit right in with the flex it pink community. We're happy to have you. So if somebody was just starting out running, um, if it takes you back to 2013, what, what advice would you, would you give them to, if they wanted to start, um, kind of following in your footsteps? I would say just reminding yourself that the only competition you have is yourself. Um, I was constantly, I would join like different run clubs and I felt very discouraged because I was in the back and all the people that I was intrigued by were always in the front. And I think that's what really shifted my mind um, wholeheartedly was realizing that the people in the back are just as intriguing and they work just as hard as the people in the front. Um, and we're all on different skill levels. So what I just kept reminding myself was um, time myself on a mile and then try to beat it the next time and keep doing that and just reminding myself over and over again that as long as I'm beating my own mile, then I'm still making progress. So even if I were to only be able to run half a mile and have to walk half a mile, it's okay because I ran more than I did last time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's really what you have to do. And I love that you said that because it doesn't matter really how fast you're going. It's just that you're out there doing it. Like everyone has a different pace of, of every sport. It doesn't matter. And as long as you're going out there doing it, like you can do it. You you don't, the pace does not make you a runner. It's just you being out there getting those miles in. And that's what makes makes you the runner. So I love that you said that it's absolutely true. It's well, if anyone follows me on Instagram, I, it's also on my bio. I started a nonprofit and we stand at the finish line of a lot of marathons that will pack up their finish lines and we make sure they can't pack it up until the last runners cross the finish. So a group of us will have be out on bikes and then the rest of us are basically holding the, the finish line. That's great. What, um, Ashley, what, what is the Instagram handle of that, uh, nonprofit? Um, every runner counts, no space. That's so just, that's so awesome that you guys do that. Cause I, I know, you know, we've been at some few expos, um, half marathon expos and there, there is nobody left when those last runners come in. But I'm, I think Alicia, you and I did that at one of, uh, girls on the go, I believe it was Yeah. the last people were coming in so we went up there and cheer for them and and you know I think it made them feel good like hey a mile's a mile regardless of how fast or how slow and you deserve congratulations just as the first place runner would be yeah you absolutely. Know? if not oh, yeah. if not they're more inspiring to me 
that they didn't, they never gave up. They didn't let that sweeper van get them or anything. They just, they kept going and they finished. And, and, and the expos also there, cause we do a lot of half marathon expos. They tell all the vendors like don't pack up until the last runner, but almost all the vendors pack up before the last runner. And, and I know I, I always make sure to wait until uh, everyone is in because we don't want them to feel that from us and see that from us. So that's great that you guys do that and that you started that. That's an amazing thing that you do. Well, thank you guys for not packing up. Like it's I, both full marathons I finished. I, I finished both without a finish line and had to have my that's medal. That's horrible. Bin. So it's, <laughs> well, and it, it's one of those things that it was just like, okay, it is what it is. I was out on the course for seven Seven hours and two minutes was my first full marathon finish, which is not a no. terrible time to finish. But when most of the races are like, oh, it's a six hour cutoff, it's unrealistic sometimes. And it discourages some people from even Aww. starting. And my huge thing is start and finish what you started. And if anything, I, um, a lot of people will reach out with me um, through DM. And I will constantly be messaging them uh, throughout their entire race. So at least I'm cheering them on when they finish, even if it's through a DM. So yeah, if there's, if there's a woman out there who's listening today and you need any kind of encouragement, send me a message. And where to find you on your Instagram? Um, I'm at Smashly. We will tag her as well in the, in that podcast. So you guys can find her. She's truly amazing. And, Truly inspiring and motivating. and Yeah, that's everything that Fucks at Pink is for every woman. And you're just there an extra go above and beyond. And it's exactly what Fucks at Pink is. just being there for someone who needs it, even if it's just virtually, you know, online. So that's great. Yeah. You, you definitely are a Fucks at Pink ambassador. So, <laughs> Well, you I mean, honestly, without you guys even knowing it, you, you ladies inspired me to even just keep on this journey through injuries and caboodle. So I could only, you know, keep doing what I was seeing through my own community. Cause I just surround myself with, you know, the, the women that I want to be is the women I surround exactly. myself with. Well, it goes full circle. You definitely keep inspiring us. And I love that every, almost every ambassador that we've talked to, cause so far our podcasts have been ambassadors only, but we'll, we'll move past that. But every ambassador has kind of taken on, on their own um like empowering section of, of women and just making their own little clusters of flux at pink empowerment and just women empowerment in general and i just love that because we're spreading like it's just like a wildfire it's just going to keep going like the women that you're helping is going to go help more women and it's just going to keep spreading and i love it it's exactly what we've envisioned from the day one and so thank you for living that mission and spreading that empowerment to other women you're Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> Ashley, what, what would you say has been your biggest struggle along your journey? Um, I honestly, right now, um, I have nerve damage in my hip. And so it's been a really hard time shifting mentally from not being able to do my normal everyday kind of thing. Like I would average a hundred miles running every month. And for the last year I've been at zero miles. So it's been really hard 
to be able to shift that mindset. And so I've had to really start to lean on um, other outlets. So like learning how to, I mean, I joined Soul Cycle and I freaking hate riding a bike, but the community is amazing. Um, I've, you know, been able to talk through and talk to a lot of different personal trainers and um, figure out different ways of being able to get that sweat in and then really focusing on nutrition, which is probably the hardest part for me. Um, actually for Lent this year, I juiced for 50 days, um, just to see how it could change everything overall. And I would have to say, I'm incorporating juicing back into my life and I still am eating now a little bit. Um, but overall, I think I'm going to probably juice for the rest of my life. I've never felt as good as I do now, like inflammation and all that stuff. So honestly, the hardest part has just been the nutrition and finding new. Wow, yeah. And I love how you still turned your injury and your struggle into still, a, you move forward from that and you learned new things and you've actually something that you're going to carry on. Did you, when you juiced, was that strictly juicing, like no other food or? Uh, for the most part, I, I worked two jobs. So on days that I would work doubles, I would pack um, about a cup or two cups worth of like steamed vegetables, like broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts. So it was still a hundred percent basically vegan whole vegetable diet for. Wow. That's amazing. Good job. (laughs) It was, it was not easy. (laughs) And nutrition part. And I love that you attacked that while you were down with running, because that's the perfect way to keep going and and still see results because really it's all about your nutrition. And, and, so, yeah. and cycling will still keep your cardio up for running. So as soon as you're back up for running, you should, should be no muscle memory will come back fast. <laughs> yep. But a hundred miles. Wow. Like the most I've ran, I think in one month was around a hundred miles. And that's when I was training and exclusively running and no cross training. And I think that's the most I got. So that's pretty amazing that you do. That's like your normal a hundred miles a month. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So you're going to blow our 50 mile May challenge out of the water. <laughs> Are well, you? I mean, just for that, like, cause I, like I said, I, at the, for the last few months I've had zero. So I've been purposely going, okay, I'm going to walk a mile a day, sometimes walk two so that I can hit our, you know, the May challenge of 50 miles. But um, yeah, it's, I constantly am having to remind my friends. I'm like, there's other ways of making this work. Like you just have to take, you know, one life there used to do lemons you gotta make some lemonade <laughs> absolutely lemonade's pretty good <laughs> yeah I love that you can always find a way to win no matter what your situation is and it's how you look at things to you know stay positive and motivated and even when things don't exactly go your way you can just have to find the positive in it anyways as hard as it can be you know yeah exactly so what would you say your number one goal for yourself is? I mean, you've already accomplished so much. Um, I think at this time, my overall goal is to get realignment as far as my health goes. So um, I had dropped all the weight in college and then, you know, got married. So a man will do that to you. Um, <laughs> you just get happy in a relationship. And I put on some of the weight 
happily back and um, still didn't lose the the fitness side of things. But I think just right now, it's just like wholeheartedly, you know, getting back into a healthier um, lifestyle and mindset and slowly coming back from the injury so that I can, you know, run again. I would like to finish a full marathon in five hours. So that's my five-year goal at this time. Um, as soon as I have clearance from my physical therapist to start running again is to speed train so that I can hit a five, five hour marathon. Oh, that's a great goal. And I have no doubt that you'll hit that. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to crush that goal. Yeah. I I like the go big or go home like I'm gonna do this in five hours like that's that's tough I, I haven't personally never ran a full marathon I have thought about I've been talking about maybe doing one I would love to do the LA marathon just to say I did it but that's a lot of training I just gotta I, I guess I just gotta buckle down and do it yep but well that's kind of when the mindset comes around that's really what you have to do and you just have to remind yourself because most training for a full marathon six months, you just go, okay, for the next six months, I really need everyone to just be behind me on this and remind me of that when we, when I cross the finish line, we all cross that finish line. Because at the end of the day, like it's the race that's the big deal, but it's all the training that you do to get there all the time away from kids, all the time away from husband, all the time that you're on the trails, uh, dinners missed because you have a night training or um brunch with bottomless mimosas that you're missing because it's important that you're when you're running it's you know you just have to have you know your your posse behind you and then when you cross that finish line you didn't it's you that crossed the finish line but at the end of the day it's your entire posse finished with you yep definitely it's all in the journey of getting yes. there and who supported you <laughs> Yes. If, um, so we know about your injury. So what, what actually happened? Cause I don't think we went over that. Um, I am not, I honestly don't know. Like I would like to say that I could pinpoint exactly what happened. Um, but in 2017, I, um, won a global tour pass with rock and roll. Uh, which is the rock and roll um, marathon series. Um, I had done, I don't know, maybe an Instagram giveaway or something. And I had met someone and they gave me a world tour pass. So that basically meant you can run any rock and roll race for free. That is cool. (laughs) And so I was like, well, I'm going to take full advantage of this because they have, I think, 65 races that you can do in a year. So I ended up doing... I think 22 half marathons that year and then one full. I also had started CrossFit as well as I had a personal trainer. So in somewhere in there, um, I just started to feel like there was a knot in and around like, uh, like the upper butt area. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I mean, I was foam rolled and everything and it just kept getting more and more irritating and tighter and, I would always stretch just like you're supposed to stretch. And I guess somewhere in the mix of everything that I was doing, I I pinched my sciatica, my sciatic nerve. Um, And it's so severely pinched 
that I have very little mobility for um, my right foot. So, and I didn't realize that what was going on until I went to go see a physical therapist and they were doing some nerve tests and he basically was like, okay, push back on my hands with your feet and my right, my right foot, like basically he could flop it over and I had no, um, no way of like pushing back on his hands. And he was like, you have severe nerve damage in your right hip. Um, so now it's a matter of just like reopening the hip, uh, releasing the nerve and everything else. And, um, we've come a very far way, but there are some days when I like wake up and I feel like a, a, like a 200 year old woman, like my hips hurt and my feet hurt. And I'm just like, Oh, just one day. I just want to run again. Like when you miss that feeling. Um, but yeah, so it was at the beginning of 2018 and we realized that, and I had already signed up for like six races. So like the runner that I am, you right. ignore your injuries, right? Cause you just <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> and so I promised myself for 2019, I wouldn't do anything. Um, so the only race that I have on my calendar is going to be the, the CVs race in August and I'm walking it. So I'm not going to put too much pressure on my hip and everything. So it'll, I'll still finish the race. Um, but yeah. Wow. Well, I love that you're listening to your body in 2019 because that is important, (laughs) but I do know how hard it is as a runner, especially when I exclusively just ran and, and seeing the runners on the side of the road while you're driving and you're just like jealous of them and almost mad because they're running and you can't. (laughs) Yes. So I totally, and I get why you finished. I mean, I ran, I ran my, one of my half marathons with the hairline fracture in my foot because I, there was no way I was going to do all that training and not do the race, put that fracture in my foot. So, (laughs) but I'm happy that you're listening to your body and, um, that's very good. And, and I think by August you should be okay to walk it. (laughs) Yeah. We'll just ice bath after. It'll be totally yeah. fine. <laughs> just dunk the whole body in the ice. Oh, I, that's so good yeah. for you, though. I I don't know. I, I guess because most runners, we're just like psychotic people. <laughs> we like pain. I love an ice bath. You <laughs> do? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's always so cold, but so gratifying. And so it feels so good when you get out of the ice bath after because all your muscles are like shocked and then relaxed. I don't know what it is, but after a nice bath, I'm like, Oh, I feel so good. I could do this again. <laughs> yeah. I mean like the research is done on it. Like even like when you're getting into like, say you're just taking a normal warm shower. And if you turn it on as cold as you can go, go for like, I don't know, two or three minutes and, it's, and just stand it, that it's, it's actually like really, really good for your body and your muscles and recovery. So I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I got to try to get myself to do it, but I'm such a baby. I hate being cold more than anything on the planet. So <laughs> I just got to, I guess, get the right mindset of like, just do it for a couple minutes and. Oh yeah. Water. <laughs> I, I would even say like, it sounds really great. I've tried cryotherapy. I've been wanting to try that. Have you tried it? Oh. Yes. And 
It's the last 30 seconds. So you're in the tube for three minutes and it's just the last 30 seconds that it's so hard, but they let you choose whatever song you want. So I chose Queen (laughs) and I, there's a, they have a song that's three minutes and on top of my head, I can't remember what it is. So I literally was just singing on the top of my lungs. (laughs) For the full three minutes. Oh, I love Queen. And I definitely want to try that. So I hope they let me pick a song. I'll pick Queen and remember, think of you. <laughs> yes, do it. Yes, that, that that's cool. on our list now, Alicia. Yep, let's put it <laughs> on our list. Um, what ha- has been the best advice you have received? Our, our favorite quote or whatever, if you want to share. Um. I think the best advice I've ever received is what like I was really stressing about my first half marathon. And then I stressed about my first full and both times two different people were like, whatever the time is that you cross that finish line is your, is your first PR. So it doesn't matter what time you crossed the next time you can beat your PR And it just really put things in perspective for me that it didn't matter, you know, you know, catapulting back to the, you know, best advice I can give to someone else is the only competition you have is with yourself. So that was just the greatest advice because it just calms your nerves the first time because your first race, there's a lot of things you're going to learn about like fueling and how your body reacts to the higher mileage and things like that. So it's just, yeah, that was the best advice I'd ever received. Oh, I, th- I think that's great. It's, it's true. Like your only competition is with yourself and you can only beat yourself. You're only trying to beat yourself. Yep. Well, that's great. <laughs> yes. So how do you like to rejuvenate? Besides, we know you like ice baths. <laughs> what else do you like to do to, to just, I don't know, relax or... whatever you whatever you like to do um I'm trying to think of like so my normal thing is I wear compression socks throughout the race um and then I'll ice bath I usually have already done um a Yelp review or Google mapped wherever the race is I try to find like the place that I have to eat at. I love food. I'm a foodie. And so I, and I love sweets. So it's usually, a, okay, I need like the number one donut place. And I have to get like the number one ordered donut. And then if I'm with friends, then we find the number one bar and I'll order like their specialty drink. Um, and then, yeah, that's usually where I'm uh, like, it, it's a donut and a, a drink. <laughs> well, I think we just became BFFs because I love donuts. <laughs> I love donuts. So I will love to eat a yeah. donut with you one day. <laughs> down. I'm totally down. <laughs> it's what we run for, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's great. I love a donut. Yeah, like a good or like one that's like super fresh that comes right off <laughs> out of the oven all hot. Oh man. I live I live two blocks from a crispy. Oh my gosh, it's the best. It. And we lost the podcast to donuts. <laughs> <laughs> 
9 p.m. That hot sign comes. You met, already know. You mentioned donuts to Anna, and we're and we lost it. <laughs> <laughs> My new BFF. Yeah, we're gonna eat donuts together. <laughs> um, so uh, we would love to know how Flexit Pink has helped you. I know we went, we touched on it a little bit with your first run. Um, your first uh, 5K in 2013, but what in other ways has uh, Flexit Pink helped you? I think just overall, it's been a consistent community. Um, I've always been able to look to you ladies as well as all the other ladies within the community as a guiding light. So whenever I might be feeling down or uninspired or discouraged, Either I can visit any social channel or just click on the um, hashtag and immediately I'm just surrounded by so many ladies that are just getting out there and doing it and I can just join in um, and just like follow along. And it's, I think like some, sometimes it's as little, so my favorite shirt that you guys make is the unicorn one um with the muscular muscular unicorn guy um <laughs> so sometimes when i'm feeling really down i'll put that shirt on and i get more compliments when i have that shirt on than any other time and it'll just i don't know like the entire community as a whole and then you ladies still just pushing forward i it's i can't rave enough about the community um, honestly well that means a lot to us. And, and you are living like our mission in full color, like everything that we envisioned for Flexit Pink and wanted for Flexit Pink, like you are living it. Like you were our vision that we wanted. And we are just so, so thankful to have you a part of the community. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're strong. And you are amazing. I'm an amazing runner. <laughs> and we are just so proud and honored to have you part of the community. And thank you for living our mission in full color because you are definitely what we visioned when we started Flexi Pink. So thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you guys for probably taking that leap of faith. Cause I'm sure just like anything else, it probably took you guys a couple of months to figure out like, did we, or did we not want to do it? And you guys just took the plunge and you created something that not many women knew that they needed. Yeah. yeah we definitely didn't expect um, what it is today back when we did start in um, 2013. So it's been quite the address and what we're so thankful of where it's taken us and the paths it's taken us on and the women we've met and the women that are in our lives. And so it's, we're very so grateful for, uh, for Flexit Pink and the whole entire community because without you guys, there wouldn't be a Flexit Pink. (laughs) Right. But now look at it. There's I think you guys have almost a million hashtag <laughs> on Flex Pink. You're getting yeah, up there. It's getting close. <laughs> we love it though. We love we love seeing every all the ladies out there hashtagging us. Um, we make sure we comment on everybody's hashtag because um, that's you know that's we, that's why we want it. That's why we wanted to do it so we could support, even if it's just like a "you got it, girl." I know I know that means a lot to yeah. some people. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oops, that was kind of loud in my house. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, well, thank you, Ashley, so much for j- taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today on the podcast. 
Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I definitely think we should meet up because you're really close. So even if we have to go to Canada, even though you're four hours from us, <laughs> but we should definitely um, try to meet up sometime because you're pretty amazing. Oh, no, I'm down 100%. I'll look up flights. And I'll, be, and I'll be looking up the closest <laughs> donut shop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tor, Tor de Donuts Dick. Yes, California. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ashley, Thanks for being Ashley. Yay. Thank you, ladies. Um, thank you for sharing your amazing behind-the-sweat story with us. Um, stay tuned to hear more incredible stories from the women of the Flexit Pink community. Chat soon. <laughs>